Swift, and this is Balancing the Game. We're back with episode eight, and the topic is faith and hope, the ultimate show of humbleness and childlike demeanors towards God. Now, if you don't believe in God, still, you can still learn something about faith and hope. You know what I mean? It is, it's the same thing that everybody uses, whether you believe in God or not. Even evil people, they use faith and hope because it's just in them as human beings. Now, what's else in them? I don't know. That's something else. I ain't going to get into that. But anyway, here we go. Faith and hope. Now, these are the things that people use each and every day. And see, hope, I'm going to start off with that one. What it is with hope is that it takes you back to your childhood. It takes you back when you were a little kid and you were uh, asking your mother for something. And she, she said, well, you know what? Hold on. I'll think about it. Uh, I think I'll, I'll, let's see. Well, I'll see. I'll see. So now you're hoping, whether it was for a bicycle or something that you asked for or her to take you somewhere or your dad to take you somewhere, this is where hope comes in at. But one thing people don't realize and people don't think about is they don't think about that. The age that you were, the innocence in the age that you were, and the trust that you had in your parents. See, that's where hope is. Hope never changes. That position that you were in, that never changes, no matter how old you get. It's the same innocence and it's the same hope in someone that's able to do something for you. And now you have to hope that it happens. Now, now that you have hope, you got to look at it like this. Now, it's a waiting game. Time. This is something people get all messed up too, is that now that you ask somebody for something doesn't mean that they're going to give it to you right then and there. Because think back to a child. She didn't give you what you wanted right then and there. Sometimes she would, the necessities, but things that weren't necessity, she basically didn't give you right there. She said, well, you know what? I'll think about it. Maybe, maybe you'll get that on Christmas. Now, as the innocence of a child, the hoping starts. But see, when you get older, what happens is, is that now you feel as though you're, you're so grown, you don't have to hope for anything because you have nobody to answer to. Well, let me let you in on something. There is somebody that you have to answer to. There's a higher power that you have to answer to. And that higher power is God. And God is to us as human beings, a father, a parent. Now, you as a grown person asking a parent for something, come on, you may get told no and thrown out of the house or, or told to get out their face. But if you came to them with a childlike demeanor and asked them, you'll probably get it because they see their child in you. You are their child. So that's how you have to approach things when it comes to hope and faith. So we're going to go back to hope. So a lot of people, they'll hope for something or they won't hope for it all. They'll say something like, uh, 
well, forget hope. I'll just go out there and I'll get it and I'll do what I got to do. See, the thing about it is, is that everything doesn't work that way. Sure, if you got the money for it, you can go buy it. But now you got to hope that the store still has it. See where hope always comes in? You're never too old or never too grown to hope for something. Oh, they won't uh, cut my lights back on. I got enough money. I'll just go down there and pay it. But you better hope that the power grid don't go out. There's hope again in your face. See, this, this is the thing. And then there's the thing where it goes on to where now the thing that's connected to it is faith. See, you don't have to be, uh, you don't have to be, you don't have to believe in God. You don't have to uh, be a good person hard enough to have faith. When a guy goes down there and he says, you know what, we're going to rob that bank and we're going to get a million dollars out of it. Now he's hoping that he get a million dollars and then he got to have faith that he's going to pull the job off. I'm not trying to promote or or anything of violence or telling you to go down there and have faith to rob that. Look, you're going to go, you're, you'll be in jail. They're going to lock you up. Don't do it. This is what I'm trying to tell you is that hope and faith works with everybody and anything that has hope and faith. Now, in hoping and in that childlike demeanor, now you have to wait. So that's where patience comes in at. And through patience and knowing that time is something that you have to go through if a person doesn't give it to you. If your parents, if you ask your parents for something and then you hope that they give it to you and they tell you, you know what, I'll think about it. Now time kicks in. Now patience kicks in. Now, you're a grown person, but you, you have a childlike demeanor, so now you know how to wait. You're not going to, if you throw a tantrum, you need to go see a doctor. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. You haven't grown up or something's wrong. Maybe you hit your head too. I don't know. But anyway, listen, now it's time. So you'll say, well, what comes during the time that you're waiting? Faith. That's where faith comes in at. And where faith comes in at is that you have experienced it before. You know your mother got you the little toy that you asked for. So that brought on faith that if you ask her anything else and just her just basically being your parent, that's where faith comes in at. That's the same thing with God. You have to make a relationship with God. Your relationship with your mother or your father is from birth. But it is a relationship. You know them. But if you don't know God or you don't believe in God and you have no relationship with God, when you go to ask for something and all, and you may even turn around and have hope that he'll give it to you. But the faith isn't there which activates God because you don't know God. That's why you get angry when you ask God for something and you never receive it. Or you might have received it and you just don't know it. But a lot of times you got to look at this thing like a parent child type situation and we're moving on. And that's where humbleness, humbleness is where you are anticipating an answer from God. You know, I definitely told you that I was going to get to this. And here it is. And it's going to get stronger and stronger. And I'm going to keep talking about it because this is the thing that we're. You being on earth and you being in a situation where you're a human being, you only got but so much time and you have no assurances of what happens after this unless you have a relationship with God. So let's move on. So you're hoping 
and you're having faith and you're waiting because you're in time, you know, and then you, you say, well, you know, I pray for it. And somebody said, well, I prayed for it and he never gave it to me. So I got up and I went out and I did this, this and that. And I finally got what I got. But see, what you don't understand is, is that God gave you exactly what you asked for. But you have to have that faith that you can actually go out and do a thing. But see, you pulled up the anchor and you rolled out. But see, faith still works. You say, well, it wasn't him because I went out and did it. Da, da, da. Listen, faith works even for a criminal. Faith works. No matter who has it, it works. Now, whether you're going to have faith to do something evil or you're going to have to do faith to do something good, it all has a result, ending result to it. That's where you have to make a choice and choose who you're going to serve. You're going to serve evil or you're going to serve good. Either way, it's going to have an ending result that's going to be negative or positive. And I ask, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to go with positive, go with good. You know, tomorrow's not promised to you. If you're going to have faith and you're going to go and you're going to secure your spirit and your soul, go with faith. Go with God. God, God gave you faith to hard enough to have the mind and the choice to do right. So do right. This is going out to the men out there. Do right. You know, you got that good woman and you know that she got your back and she 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 holding you down. You know what I mean? Do right. This is what God wants you to do. They have faith that, you know, nothing never stays the same. Keep telling people that. I tell my friends that. I tell, well, I tell everybody that. And it's a true statement that everything changes. Nothing never stays the same. Don't lose patience and don't pull up your anchor before the change comes. Some things will happen right then and there and some things won't. So you have to have patience with it. And you know what? Let me tell you something. You people out there that believe that uh, everybody that says they believe in God or some people run around and say that they Christians. These some of these people are not Christians. They're not Christians. They just occupy a pew at the church. A lot of people have been drawn away from the church because of bad people. But let me let you in on something. And I'm going to get into this later, but not into this segment. Listen. If church is a soul-saving station and it's where troubled people come, just like a, a mental hospital or anything, people go down there and get help or a regular hospital, do, who you think sitting in the seats? These are people that need help. These are sick people. And just because they wear an outfit or, and look all humble and look like little Mother Mary, that don't mean nothing. So sometimes people get down to these places and these churches and these places of help. And then when the, pe the sick people that go there start treating them bad, then they blame everything on God. And they pull up and say, well, I don't want to go back down. You Listen, you don't have to go back down there, but go find somewhere else to where you can be of use or someone can help you. People going around talking about, no, I ain't got to go to church. I could just stay home. Let me tell you something. I'm going to get into that. I'm not going to get into it in this show, but I'm going to get into that. And I'm going to give you a taste of it. If you don't go and be, we're, since we're in time, and if you're not in the right spot at the right time, maybe you're missing something. And if you are a person that helps somebody, if you're sitting at home and a person is really down and they might even be, be thinking of suicide and they go for 
down to the church and pray and ask God and you are a person that is an expert or you're a person that has been there before, don't you think that might maybe if you went down there, you might be right on time to talk to that person, to talk them out of doing what they're getting ready to do? You can't do that at home. Everybody's looking for participation of things that they do at home, but that's not it. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, uh, moving on, um, the relationships with God, you gotta, you gotta build, listen, I'm gonna get into that about relationships, but it's going to be relationships between men and women. And let me tell you something. If you want to have a relationship with somebody, you have to go and you have to have contact with that person. The reason why you don't know God is because you never experienced contact with God. But once you get in contact with God, let me tell you something. It's nothing nobody can say on this earth that's going to change your mind about God. Because it's going to be a, a personal experience between you and him. So, you know, the thing is, is this, is this, is that you have to take on a new person in your life. That old person, it, if it's not working, you got to change something. New man, new woman, get rid of the old person that you used to be. You know, and move on. You know what I mean? Do things differently. That's what I'm trying to say to you. So we're going to talk about faith and hope. Talking about faith and hope is, is that and, 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 and when you hope for something, when you have faith and you know that you've already come in contact with God and you know that you have faith because you trust him and you love him. In that faith and hope, there's 150, 200, whatever's over 100%. That's what you have inside of you concerning faith to activate God. You can't be like, well, I think or maybe. Listen, that right there doesn't work even in the real world. Nobody's going to have really any kind of going to back you on anything when you talk about ifs and buts and maybes. You have to have the confidence and the trust in whoever you're dealing with that whatever it is that you're getting ready to get into, it's going to work. Other than that, let me tell you something. I don't know who you've been dealing with, but nobody's going to deal with you like that. So that's the same way with God. How would you like for somebody to be in your face and you telling them all your dreams and your hopes and they're telling you, well, maybe that might work. Or maybe, maybe, I don't know, I don't, you, you know what, you'd be like, look, I got to go. So for the people that think that I'm just rambling on about faith and hope and I don't know what I'm talking about, go fact check me. Hebrews 11.1, 1. go to the Bible and check it. Fact check me. And it'll tell you that faith assures you of the things that you hope for. And that basically God is going to give you peace and joy while you wait. You think you're going to be miserable while you wait? He's going to give you peace and joy while you're waiting for his answer. Like any parent. Any parent, if you were a child and you asked your, your parents for a bicycle for your birthday, do you think that they're going to treat you bad all the way up until your birthday? No. They're going to give you some shoes. They're going to take you to the park. They're going to take you to Disneyland. They're going to make sure that you have all the peace and happiness before your birthday come. And that's the way God's going to do you. And you have to believe that. If you don't believe that, then you know what? It's no use in talking to you. If you're not, if you don't believe in God, 
listen, this these things still happen to you. And even if it didn't happen to you and you had a bad childhood, which I have deep uh sympathy and 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 i'll report any parents treating any kids bad out here now now i know that there's some mental issues with people and all but let me tell you something you're gonna pay you're gonna pay so i'm not i'm not at, at all trying to disrespect any child that's went through trauma in their lives and never had parents but I guarantee you this, that if you are a little bitty child and you just just so happen not to make it, you're, you're, you're good with God. You'll be in heaven. You're saved. Don't worry about the children. The children got it better off than the adults. But if you was a child that made it through till now and you're still scorned by the things in your life, get a relationship with a parent that's going to back you. And you can't base it up off of people that they dress real nice and they go down to the First National Baptist Church and they say they believe in God. Listen, these are a lot of people, they, they, if they're who they say they are, they'll implement and they'll reflect God. But if they don't reflect God or implement anything about God, they're sick people. There's sick people that take up a pew down at their church. And then a lot of people go, well, Christians always saying, listen, who told you that they were Christians? Even Muslims. Let me tell you something. God told me, he said, you know what? It's a lot of Muslims running around with garps and stuff all over their clothes. And they not even Muslims. This is coming from a Muslim. I didn't say it. So there's fake Muslims out there. There's fake Buddhists out there. There's fake Protestants out there. There's people all kinds, and we know that there's fake Catholics out there doing wrong to the children and doing all wrong. So, you know, you got to really get in there and you have to uh, understand the relationship between a parent and a child and the demeanor that you have to take on as a child if you want something from a parent. You got to humble yourself. You got to humble yourself down in the presence of a, a father or a mother and asking what you want to ask for and then not getting all torn up and impatient about it, but waiting, giving it time for the answer that they're going to give you. And when they give you that answer, don't be upset because let me tell you something. If a parent tells you no, it's for a reason. It's because they're looking out for your best interest. They know that it's just something that they can't do at this time. And that's a human parent because God can always come through for you. But God also says no, yes or no. That's what God does. Yes or no. When you pray to him and you ask him for something, it's yes or no. When you pray and ask God for something, it's either yes or no. There's no in between. It's either yes or no. And when he tells you no, it's for a reason. Doesn't mean that you're not going to get it. It's just at that particular time, it's no. And you say, well, you know what? I didn't never receive that. And then a couple of years later, oh, yeah, I got that. But see, the thing about it is, is now you're falsely accusing God of not coming through for you. When God said no at the particular time, but at the right time, when you really needed whatever you asked for, he came through for you. But yeah, you'll take the credit for it. 
you said no. Well, when he asked, when I asked him for it, he said no. But years later, I just went ahead and finally saved up my money, and then I got it for myself. Then how do you know that there wasn't a lesson in that? Look at that and examine your attitude towards things that are hoped for and having faith towards it. And see, if you don't, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is to the youth. If you don't understand what I'm saying to you right now, give it a little time because guess what? You're going to have some kids. And when your kids do to you what you're doing to God, you're not going to like it. But I hope that it flash in front of your face and that you remember how you acted. So now when your kids act that way towards you, you really get it. You really get it. Impatient. You know you got to pay the rent. You know you got to pay the car note and all of those things. But now your kid then went down to your gr to your mother or to the other family members or down to the school now talking trash on you. And then you say, oh, why is she doing all that? Why is she doing that? You know what? I hope it flashed before you if that's what you're doing right now to your parents or something that you're doing to somebody else. I hope that flash in front of you so that you learn your lesson and then you move forward. And that's the same. Let me tell you something. If you believe in God, that's the same way. Same thing. So now when you get in front of God and you ask him for something, it has to be 150% in your heart, a childlike demeanor. You have to humble yourself. You're not talking to a king. You're not talking to your parents uh, that's human beings. You're talking to God, God Almighty. When you're talking to Jesus, you're talking to the same one, the Son of God. Same one. You're talking to the one that is at the top of the food chain that's in charge. And you have to believe that. Let me tell you something. I wasn't the best out here in this world coming up. But I was a child that needed to have a reality check. And God gave that to me. Oh, you're you going to go the easy way or you're going to go the hard way, but you're going. So when you're a child of God, that's not something that you chose. He loved you first. He loved you first. The thing about it is, is that that's what people don't understand. You think God waiting for you to love him? He already loved you first. So if he loved you first, then you know what? Loving him back is a choice. You know who you are. So I'm saying out there, listen, get your stuff together and have hope and faith. When you're out there and you're doing what you're doing or whatever it is, projects. And, and you know, I was in the, uh, the uh, Twitter spaces and a lot of people were frustrated that they didn't sell their NFTs. And um, they were wondering why and things of that nature. I got a news for you all. Have faith. You hope that you sell it, but have faith. Now, if you're in a situation, I'm telling you. If you're in a situation and you're dealing in these spaces and you're dealing with NFTs and you're dealing with uh, uh, Bitcoin and, 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 and the stock market and things of that nature. Listen, if you don't have a job, you need to fall back or have a whole lot of faith. You need to go get a job because you have to sustain yourself until things take off for you. Sky's the limit. And I will get into relationships later and how, you know. All these old traditions and all of these old things concerning men and women and women wanting a man to be the provider. and Listen, your great-great-grandmama did that. You ain't got to do that. 
is no reason for two people that have a brain each, they're two brains, not one brain, to be broke or in a situation in their lives. Unless you're separated, you're divided. Together you stand, you'll be strong and divided, you'll fall. You don't have to go into have a, a relationship with somebody. Have faith that you and that person that you with, you can build something together. Nobody, well, neither one of you have to be rich. You can get rich. So why we'll get into that. And that has everything to do with the subject. I, I never get off subject. I try not to. And through that, the only way you can get through that with a person is hope and faith. And when you have hope and then you turn around and blend that up with some faith, love got to be there. And that's what I'm going to get on next is love. Because it seems like a whole lot of people are confused about this love thing. But I'm going to go straight Straight to the point. I'm going to be very direct with it. Now, whether you believe it or not, fact check me. Go ahead. Fact check me by putting it into play. Whatever I tell you or whatever I come up with and I explain to you, put it put it to the test. But if you veer off from it, don't come blaming me or God. I ain't got nothing to do with that. You have to stick with the script. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, all you people out there and, and women and men, get along. Love one another. And let me tell you something. One thing about me is, is this, is that a lot of men have things and anger towards women. And women have a lot of anger towards men. And this is the reason why you have these things is because you have to go back to your childhood in your heart. So when I look at women... I come to them like two little kids come to another little kid and we're going to talk and then we're going we gonna, to we gonna be cool and then we're going to go on about our business. But when you start to be sinister and start to think all the angles that you're going to come when you come to a woman, let me tell you something. I'm going to get into that. You don't have to do that. And I'm going to get into how having pre-intentions when you come in contact with each other. Let me tell you something. When I approach a woman or I approach anybody, I have I, I, I really don't need or want anything from you. And if I have need for something, I'll ask you. And that's it. No strings attached. But the disposition of my heart when I come to people is just like another kid coming up to another kid and we're going to chop it up and then we're going to roll out. But when you come in there with intentions and you come in there with pre-motives and things of that nature, it screws it all up. Because you know what? When it don't work out the way you envisioned it, now you want to be angry at somebody. You might as well be angry with yourself. Go on home. So I really enjoy myself when I get around women. I enjoy myself when I get around other people because I don't hold any expectations from them. And through not holding any expectations from them, let me tell you something. It turns out all gravy. And if they hold any expectations from me, trust me, <laughs> the way I act and the way I, I'm around a person, let me tell you something. I make people feel warm and welcome. And you know what? Nine out of 10, everything that you wanted is already answered because ain't nothing but goodness going to come out of the conversation and being around one another. It's nothing. That, let me tell you something. I tell people all the time, you don't have to force something out of somebody. You don't have to take anything from anybody, especially not me. I'll give it to you. It's like walking in the house now, you're shoving stuff in your pocket. And you know what? I would have gave it to you. Stop trying to have expectations towards other people. Be that kid in your heart. Be a grown up. Grow the hell up. 
but have a kid-like demeanor in your heart towards one another. Men towards women, women towards men, towards friends. Keep that demeanor about yourself and put your trust in God. Because when you put your trust in another human being, guess what? You, you're going to be very disappointed. But if you hold no expectations or wanting anything, and I'm going to get into that. People talk about this tree and leaves on the tree. I'm going to get into that. And I'm going to show you where you couldn't be dependent on one another even if you wanted to. Because you're not the source. You're not the one that says yes or no. As soon as you get that through your head, you're going to do good in this life. And I hope well for everybody. And I love, I love everybody and I, I wish you the best. Especially the women. <laughs> women with these NFTs and these communities. I wish the best for all of you. And I hope that you all put your differences aside because women really don't get along with one another. But the peace that I felt in that space amongst women, and I wanted to speak, but that's their day. Let them have it. Men ain't got to always open their mouth. Let women have a day, have a moment, have a spy moment. Let them have a moment. Always got your face up in it. That I just wanted them to have a nice time and get their commune with one another and do their thing. So, you know, Happy Women's Day, which was had already passed, <laughs> which was the other day. But, you know, do it. I, I know the potential in women. I have four sisters, and I know that women have potential. Women have potential beyond what they believe because men have beat them down and put them under subjection. Caucasian women. Afro-American women, women of color. Let me tell you something. You between, Let me tell you something. Out of, out of everything in history, you got to say this. Men, have, men on this earth have had their differences. But the disposition and the demeanor of a woman, women are women. In their hearts, women are women. And all of you are capable of coming together. Because you don't see things the same. It will be a better world if you ran it. So I'm saying this, that, you know, put them good hearts together and you already have a soft demeanor and the things that God blessed you with in your heart towards one another. Put it together and get it together. But you know what? One thing I don't want to want to see out of the women. I don't want you forming some kind of cult. Women power. Da, 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 and then you forget about everybody else because you got to remember you have sons and daughters. You make the whole world better. You talk to when you talk. You talk women and women coming together, but you also get right down to business about making the world better concerning women and men and children. You cannot have your own little following trying to uh, upset the men. So what I say to the women out there, have hope and then have faith and trust God that he'll bring together something that you all can put together. And it's not to show up the men. If you hold that mentality, let me tell you something, you already lost. If you holding some kind of ill will against men and men running the world for so long and now it's y'all moment. If you hold that kind of mentality, you've already lost. You have to hold it as that. You all are one of a kind. And that kind that you are, the hearts are the same. It's not the same as men. It's not the same as men. God didn't build women like they meant. God made women soft compassionate men they could be hard they could be rough they could be some and people and men like me soft and compassionate and hard i got both love one another have hope and keep the faith and trust 
You do it every day towards one another. Because if that love is in that person that you say you love, then there's trust there. But when you break that trust, let me tell you something. Don't be upset. Because one thing about it is, and I'm going to get into this, and I'm going to end this segment with this. If a person breaks your love and your trust, they never had love or trust towards you. They were perpetrating a fraud. And don't shed a tear. Kick the dust off your feet. Open that door and don't look back. They, ain't not, they never loved you. How could you, how could you say that love hurts or love is pain when love is one-sided? Two people and only one person loving. So I'll get into that. Love don't hurt, but it takes two. So yeah, I'm going to get into that. So, all right, this is Ken Swift and I'm signing off and I hope that you have uh, a nice year and I hope everybody build and make good money and love one another and make this a better world. All right. This is Ken Swift balancing the game. Peace.